This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus, we'll sit down with the owner and publisher of Sioux Falls Business, Jody Schwan. There are always new businesses, events, and restaurants to explore in the Sioux Empire. It can be hard to keep track of all the new establishments calling Sioux Falls home. A great marketing and news resource to rely on is called Sioux Falls Business. The digital platform allows not only residents to stay up to date with everything in the Sioux Empire, but also allows business owners to advertise their product. Another outlet to get your Sioux Empire news and some community interest stories is through Sioux Falls Business's sister resource, Pigeon 605. Owner and publisher of Sioux Falls Business, Jody Schwan, joins the show to talk about her interest in news, why and how she created Sioux Falls Business and Pigeon 605, and an update on businesses and events in the Sioux Empire. More information about the latest Sioux Falls news can be found by visiting Sioux Falls Business and Pigeon605.com. That's all coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing, your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-352-1609. That's 1-800-352-1609. Again, 1-800-352-1609. Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. We always talk about new businesses, new restaurants, events going on in the Sioux Falls and in the Sioux Empire. But someone that always has their pulse on the Sioux Falls area is Jody Schwan. She is the owner and publisher of Sioux Falls Business. Hey, Jody, good morning. Hi, Christine. Thanks so much for having me on the program. Absolutely. You know, happy to have you. And for anyone who isn't familiar with your work, like we said, you have the pulse on Sioux Falls. But before we get into anything about that, we want to hear a little bit about you. So where are you from? And from my understanding, too, you are also part of the news station in Sioux Falls, one of them. Right. I've had an interesting past with business ownership. So I Grew up uh, in a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio, and from there decided at an early age in high school that I wanted to pursue journalism, which took me to Northwestern University in the Chicago area. And my first on-air television experience, because I started my career in broadcast, was here in Sioux Falls. Um, It was in the fall of 2000. I didn't know anyone here, but (laughs) Hello TV was kind enough to give me an opportunity to be an intern there, and then later... Um, offer me my first job as a full-time reporter. So I had a fantastic experience, really liked the Sioux Falls community, and that's what brought me to town. And from there, I've kind of kept finding opportunities ever since that ultimately led me into business ownership. So you and I are both transplants then. We we thought that we were coming to Sioux Falls for a little bit, and then we just decided to stay for years and years after that. 
I know. And that happens more often than not, you know, anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not as common to find people who have lived in Sioux Falls their whole life. It seems like it's more common to find people who have moved here after college. Often like me, it was that first job, even Mm -hmm. if they went to college a little bit more locally, but increasingly, you know, people are moving here from all over the country. It's been exciting to see. And I think ultimately is a good thing for the community to get that mix of different experiences here. Yeah. So Jody, how did you get interested in news? What drew you to the industry? You know, I developed my original interest in news, which is really not that common, I don't think, but I was still in elementary school. I was a fifth grader and I used to (laughs) wake up before school to watch CNN. So that alone probably should have been a a sign that, you know, maybe (laughs) I was wired for this profession. And from there, uh, my first experience in journalism was extremely memorable. I was 15 years old and uh, actually kind of harkened back to my CNN days because I covered an appearance in my hometown um, from General Colin Powell, the future Secretary of State, and actually was able to uh, end up scoring an interview with him, kind of a long story there. Um, But definitely uh, the bug for journalism bit me that day, and I just knew that was what I wanted to pursue and spent my remaining high school years really delving into the industry and immersing myself both in print and then broadcast. I did some writing for the Cleveland Paint Green Dealer and I even did some sports broadcasting for my school and led me, as I said, to Northwestern and from there uh, a really great experience here in Sioux Falls covering this community and now I've honed in on the business side of things. For a while I did political reporting, um, local, state, and federal for Kello, which led me to leave the industry for a bit. I worked for the city of Sioux Falls. I was former Mayor Dave Munson's chief of staff from 2006 to 2010. And then I got back into media and I really focused on business and economic development, which led me to where I am today. So would you say that interview with General Powell, that was your first major interview that you recall, or maybe there was another big story that you enjoyed to cover in your early days? Well, I was 15 when I talked to him. Oh my gosh. It was not only my first big interview, I think it was my first interview, period. So, um, yeah, it was quite, it really it only started because I just wanted to meet him. Um, you know, I'd grown up watching the Gulf War, and my pass out of high school, out of, out of sophomore year, was covering this event for my school newspaper. And so, you know, if you're going to do a story, um, you better get an interview with the main event. And that was my goal, and it was not easy because there were a lot of national media there. At the time, they thought he was um, considering running for president, so mm. there was a lot of interest. Um, but yeah, long story short, I ended up getting some unique and exclusive quotes, but also interviewing a bunch of people who had come for this book signing is what it was. They were standing in line to wait. And so, you know, not only did I get the interview, but I got some really interesting interviews with people who had traveled from a long way for this. And so I think um, experiencing what it was like to discover stories and then tell stories is what really sold me on the profession. I think that tenacity that you have, Jody, is one of the reasons why Sioux Falls Dot Business is so successful to this day. So let's talk about Sioux Falls Dot Business. How did it start, and what was the idea behind this resource? I somewhat backed into business ownership. You know, some entrepreneurs, that's, that's what they want to do. They want to be a business owner, and they figure out what it looks like from there. That was not necessarily my situation. I liked what I was doing. I was the editor of the Sioux Falls Business Journal, part of the Argus Leader at the time. And honestly, um, I just didn't necessarily see a future that I wanted to be a part of and and continue to invest my abilities in within a large corporation um, in an industry that's tried to adjust its business model um, to varying degrees of success. But the more I saw, it just seemed like it was going to be challenging in the years ahead to be part of 
essentially a legacy newspaper company. And so I just started looking at what does my future maybe look like? And originally I was going to create a content marketing firm. I still have that. My actual company is called Align Content Studio. So we work with clients that just strictly need content marketing services. But the more I thought through that business model, the more I realized that there were limitations to it. Mostly that if you are working um, in marketing, you still are creating content, but you still have to get that in front of people. And that can be challenging. How do you reach people, especially mm-hmm. digitally? You know, it's, it's not the easiest thing. Um, often you're paying Google or you're paying social media companies to reach those people for you and to varying degrees of success. So I backed into this model um, coming up with a media product, which is designed to attract readership and developed Revolve that business from there. I started with what I knew and where my relationships were, which was local business news. So uh, essentially, I created two businesses. I created a news product and I created a marketing product, but they both work together because while most of the content on Business is news content like you would read anywhere else, our advertising model is content marketing. So our advertisement takes the form of stories, which are labeled appropriately um, from our partners, and we work with a number of them to help tell their story in a way that hopefully is more valuable to the reader than a traditional advertisement is. Because we know that people really try to avoid advertising increasingly if they can help it, right? Whether it's on Mm -hmm. TV and they're trying to fast forward the ads or whether it's online and they're using ad blockers. So that is how I built the business model. Launched it in 2017 in March and really have not looked back ever since. We've been fortunate to have a number of partners that launched with us that are still with us today and we've added many more and then on the news side you know this is just a terrific community for covering business news as you said in the Mm -hmm. intro there's just always so much happening sometimes our challenge is trying to keep up with all of it or decide what do we what do we chase next you know who do we call next but that's a great problem to have I will take that any day over a community that's not growing it was probably you know, a little tough and scary, not only starting a new business, but also starting this new news resource for the community. So can you go back to kind of recall what those feelings were like for you? I think I was more excited about it than anything. And I've had people ask me that before. They said, well, didn't, wasn't it scary? Didn't it feel like a big mm-hmm. risk? And I said, honestly, I reached the point at the Argus Leader where it felt riskier to stay. And um, I think, unfortunately, that has been proven true. You know, it's sad to see um, the decrease in staffing and yeah. resources and, and ultimately news product, you know, that have occurred, not just in Sioux Falls, but industry-wide. And for me, I would rather bet on myself than, you know, on a large corporation that's not as nimble, not as able to adapt to things. And I just knew that this community was so supportive of entrepreneurs in general because I had covered them for years. I'd seen a lot of other people succeed in business in Sioux Falls, and so I think that helped give me the confidence that I could succeed as well as, you know, I had built up a lot of relationships. And that's what I talk to other entrepreneurs about because I get asked for advice from time to time as people are starting a business. And one of the key things is, you know, don't start it too early in your career. Sometimes I think people uh, are very anxious to try business ownership, which is great. And certainly it can work early in your career. But I think it is a lot more effective if you just take that time experience working for other people and most importantly build those relationships because those people are then the ones who help you out when you are ready to launch. If you are just listening, I'm being joined over the phone with Jody Schwann. She is the owner and publisher of Sioux Falls Dot Business. Now Jody, if anyone were to ask you to describe Sioux Falls Dot Business in one word or maybe in a little sentence, what would you tell them? 
our goal is to be the go-to source for business news in the Sioux Falls area. Uh, that's perfectly how to that's how we, that's <laughs> explain how we it. That. Yeah, no, yep. that's great. I, I think that's a great way to simplify it. Now, not only do you have Sioux Falls Job Business, but you also have kind of a sister news resource, and it's called Pigeon 605. What can you tell us about the pigeon? Sure. I, I love this one because it's so <laughs> different, and I, it really represents what I see as the future of news. So Sioux Falls Job Business is obviously it's a business news source, and we take a broad approach to what I consider business news. From an advertising standpoint, you know, we talk about B2B or business to business advertising. So we are a terrific option for a business that wants to reach another business, that wants to reach a decision maker. We're also a good option for a business that wants to reach a certain niche consumer audience. Um, we're not necessarily the best option if you want to reach a broad consumer audience. You know, if you want to reach uh, moms, for instance. I mean, certainly we reach moms, um, but the product itself and the content is not necessarily designed to reach moms. So as I looked at how can we broaden that and how can we offer an advertising opportunity, first of all, that's valuable mm -hmm. for that business that wants to reach a little broader consumer audience, and then frankly cover some news that I didn't think necessarily was being given enough attention in this market, that's ultimately how I developed Pigeon 605. So I like to compare the content in that to a really good classic Sunday newspaper experience. So if you think back on that, you know, you've got a big picture front page section, right, that talks maybe about community issues or maybe breaks a little bit of interesting community news. But then you've also got, historically anyway, you would have a nice interesting lifestyle section that would introduce you to people doing interesting things. Or in some bigger markets, you would have an arts section. Certainly you would have a sports section, but generally on Sunday you're going to get more of a sports feature maybe than the latest sports. So I wrapped all of that together and came up with this community and lifestyle content approach that Pigeon 605 takes. But the really interesting part is how you sign up for it. So all of our content, <laughs> both Two Falls Step Business and Pigeon 605, is free to read. We don't charge you a subscription. We just like you to sign up for emails or in the case of Pigeon, for text alerts. So the backstory here, you might be thinking, okay, why, why pigeon? I was going to ask right? that, so why the pigeon? Okay. <laughs> so the earliest days of news, carrier pigeons carried news. Um, if you've heard of Reuters News Service, for instance, mm -hmm. that actually started with a flock of pigeons that was flown between <laughs> destinations in Europe. So it's a bit of a throwback, um, but it also allows you to be personal about it. So you are a, quote, adopting a pigeon, right? There's no fear, but you're just going to adopt a pigeon which means you're signing up. You're signing up for emails and text alerts. But you get to give your virtual pigeon a name. You get to choose an image of what your bird looks like. You tell it about yourself so that it can customize some things for you. Uh, it will wish you a happy birthday. So we've just, I think, <laughs> really folded in some interesting, fun, personal things. And at the time this launched, which was in early 2021, and, and unfortunately I think this is still the case, but you know, there was some backlash around news out there. Mm -hmm. If you said that you were part of news or part of the media, um, some people really didn't like that. And I just wanted to put a fresh take on that and remind people that, you know, news can be just about your community and about people doing good things in your community and what's new and what's happening and what you need to know. So that's been our approach with that. Our flock of pigeon owners is nearly 6,000. So if you have not yet adopted that, we'd love you to log on to www.pigeon605.com and 
adopt a bird of your own. For the record, my pigeon is called Lady Sue. I don't know if it was because of a Bridgerton era or, or something like that. I just thought Lady Sue, that sounds pretty pretty fitting. Okay, so Pigeon 605, a lot of feel-good stories, and I love this part, too. If you're someone new in the community, you also give them four different foods to try. I love that. I know, and even if you're not new and you just like to dine out, as many of us do, right? <laughs> um, there are so many options now in town that we, we do that. We do a hand uh, picked guide to the week ahead. There are all these events and activities around town, so we try to really hone in on what we think would be most interesting to people. And actually, we profile newcomers to our community every month in features on that site. And those have been popular. People in Sioux Falls love to hear about who else is moving here and why and what their experience has been like. So if that sounds intriguing to you, sign up for that. I was going to say, so there, there's also a way for people to sign up if they want their Sioux Falls story out there or maybe even their business. Right, and we also offer emails through SiouxFalls.business. You know, we have a huge audience on Facebook, which we're grateful for, but we also know that increasingly either you're maybe not using your social media as much or it's not showing you our content as often. We're definitely dealing with that. So if you want to make sure you don't miss any news, um, we do not flood your inbox. We'll send a couple emails a week, but if you just go to SiouxFalls.business, you can just sign up with your name and email there. And yeah, we have you know limited advertising opportunities, but we do have some options, um, particularly if maybe you have an event you'd like to promote, a job you would like to promote, a uh, house you'd like to sell. We, we get a lot of interest in that. <laughs> and then we do, most of our uh, content partners are annual, so they're, they're in these annual agreements with us and they commit to uh, publishing one or two pieces a month generally. And so that really helps you tell your story as a company. And certainly if you are interested in that and think it sounds like a good fit, we can absolutely talk to you about what that looks like. So Jody, since you know everything about what's going on in Sioux Falls and in the Sioux Empire, why don't you tell us about it? Let's talk about the new businesses that will soon call Sioux Falls home or any new restaurants coming to town. Yeah, well, there's always some, right? It's kind of like, where do you even start? Um, <laughs> nationally, where we are at nationally, because that's typically what interests people if they've visited other places or lived other places, I always hear this. When are we going to get a, you know, fill in the blank? Um, <laughs> so we definitely are still in the market for more new national retailers to come here. It's challenging. It's always been challenging, but even more so post-COVID and now in the current, you know, inflationary environment with rising construction costs and everything. It's just they look at locations for a really long time before they make a decision. So. Um, I am not currently tracking any new national retailers. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I, a few, not necessarily ones you would know a whole lot about, you know, because sometimes they're newer concepts and um, they like to try out a market like this. So I think we'll have some of those announcements. But what's more common are those retailers, restaurants that are national that already have a location here or two. They're starting to look for that second or that third location because we're now developing enough as a, as a city that we can offer that. So if you started near the mall, you're maybe now looking more toward the east side if you've not already. And if you're already on the east side, you're now looking at the south side or you're looking at the northwest side. So we're seeing a, a lot of that. I mean, we probably announce a new Starbucks, you know, every handful <laughs> of weeks, it seems like anymore. But they're in growth mode and, and they're just snapping up those desirable locations as they get here. So I think you'll see more coffee. I think you'll see more um, sandwich shops. You know, those guys are going pretty quickly. Obviously, as neighborhoods grow, you see more services. So once a neighborhood starts to mature, you're probably going to see a dental office go in, and you're definitely going to see a nail salon, a hair salon, and things like that to support that growth. Um, so 
that's been one trend. Um, we've got a couple of regionals that we've been watching. So Tavern Grill, we just updated, um, and we're having this conversation in June. So for time reference, if you're listening at a later date, um, this is a Twin Cities-based restaurant that has ties to the former owners of Granite City. So if you kind of think about that with maybe a little more even elevated modern take, they are taking over the space at 57th and Louise at the Beacon Center, which used to be Spazia. So it's mm -hmm. been empty for a while, and I know people are excited to see that one fill. Um, watch for them to open later on this summer. We've also got some activity on the south side locally, and a lot of this is local when we talk about restaurants and bars, but, you know, we've got uh, Lucky's that's expanding from downtown to add a, a big location on the south side in the former uh, Cody's Smokehouse, so that's in the area of 69th and Louise. Those are a couple big ones. Seeing a lot more Mexican restaurants on the south side this year. You know, we've had some new openings there. And then I think you're going to see just more small retail centers, uh, again, attracting kind of that mix of local, regional, and national. Can you try to add Dunkin' Donuts in your mix, Jody? Like, just do a little research to see if there's any chance that Dunkin' Donuts can come to Sioux Falls. Yeah, you're not the first to ask about that. Um, and that's, But that's a good example where if they have nothing here, um, they're not going to come in and just do one store, right? So they need mm -hmm. to have a plan to do a lot of stores. And then you run into some challenges with finding the right locations and establishing their distribution and all of that. So I think that that will be a nationwide brand at some point. And to do that, you do need to be in every state. But uh, I have not heard any chatter, unfortunately, Duncan fans, that they are making moves anytime soon. I'm still holding out hope. I got my Chipotle here. Now I'm still waiting for Dunkin' Donuts to make yeah. their appearance most, here. Most of them get here eventually. So patience. That's a good, that's a key. Patience is a virtue indeed. If you are just listening, I'm being joined by Jody Schwan over the phone. She is the owner and publisher for Sioux Falls Dot Business. Now, is there anything else going around the area? Maybe it's the summer or maybe there's a food list that listeners should go and try and explore? I will tell you that we have really seen the food truck scene taking off in town. And uh, my coworker, Rosemary McCoy, is I think the best source on food trucks in the market. And every year she puts together a guide. And I think we've got like a hundred of them in the guide this year. It's crazy. So there's new ones, there's new owners, there's new menus. Um, there are a lot of events. We keep that up all season long and then we update it along the way. So if you go to the main page and you search um, through our top stories right along the top, you're going to find that food truck guide or just look under our food and drink categories. So that's one for sure. A uh, theme that we've been following that is only going to pick up is just the growth of the metro community. Mm. So we're no longer just doing stories about the city of Sioux Falls. We're doing them about all of the communities in that four-county MSA or metro area. and Even beyond that, we just did one not too long ago up in Brookings on all the activity that they're seeing there. So when it comes to events, that's happening in all of the small communities. We've got an event guide uh, on both sites, on Pigeon 605 and on Sioux Falls that business. So if you're one that likes small town festivals, just unique things to do, uh, there's probably something every weekend. So go pull that up. We just did a piece on eight different farmers markets to visit. Falls Park has just been crazy at their farmers market this year. <laughs> so if, if you'd like to uh, broaden your farmers market visits, we've got a good guide for that at Pigeon 605. So we do, we do a lot of that kind of content. One of our most popular features is called Restaurant Roundup that goes out every Thursday. Mm -hmm. So if you just want a quick hit of what's new on the restaurant scene, pull that one up. Um, again, publishes 
generally a little later in the day every Thursday. So, Jody, what's a business or something happening throughout the Sioux Empire that really gets you excited? I uh, have always been a, a huge fan and proponent of downtown. So for me, the best thing ever is to drive through downtown and see all those cranes up and all that activity happening. And not just the building, but knowing that there are businesses that are committed to filling up those spaces. You know how that mm-hmm. the office space is leasing really well. A lot of retail coming to downtown again, lo- mostly local retail, which is, is really my favorite because that's where you tend to get the best stories. You know, it's those people that are invested in your community that are in their business day to day. Those are really fun ones for me. And I know that we have a number of announcements coming yet downtown that are going to be very fun and exciting for people. So. That's what I am looking forward to for the rest of the year. And then getting inside some of those new projects, Steel District, Sharapa Place Expansion, um, getting to show you what those look like as they come together. And then, of course, introduce you to the businesses that are going to be there. Any exclusives that you can share? It's okay. We're all friends here. <laughs> right? I know. Um, you know, I am always really hesitant to talk about things before they're done. And that's because a lot of deals just don't come together. You know, we, we mm-hmm. might think that, it's all good, and then something happens, and it just doesn't work out. But I will tackle the most common question I get asked, um, hands down, is when is Sioux Falls going to get a Trader Joe's? That's, that's what I hear all the time. So clearly we have a lot of fans out there. Um, the short answer is probably not anytime soon. The good news is they have looked at the market. It's not like they don't know we exist. They've, <laughs> they've looked at sites here. Um, it's just from an expansion standpoint, last I heard, and again, this is June, um, they're not really expanding anywhere in our region. My advice is if you want a really good side business, like start a shuttle and just take people's orders and go down to Nebraska, you know, just do their shopping for them. That's not a bad idea. A heck of a business out of that. So there you go. There's my free advice. <laughs> Entrepreneurs. Well, if you do decide to start that shuttle service, let me know. <laughs> well, that's also good to know that Trader Joe's knows that Sioux Falls exists, so they're not totally ignoring us or putting us on the back burner so that's good to know there now jody anything else that you want to share whether it's about sioux falls dot business or pitching 605 or or anything else no i just appreciate the time to be able to share a little bit about what i do and what our news products have to offer if you're not familiar with them as i said everything is free for you to read everything is digital um so pull that up take a look sign up for an email follow us on social media if that's your preference but we would love to deliver some news to you. Awesome. And once again, it's Jody Schwan. She is the owner and publisher of Sioux Falls Business. Now, Jody, one more question before we wrap it up. And I always ask everyone the, this question if they're very excited about Sioux Falls. Favorite restaurant, favorite shopping center, favorite activity to do, especially now that it's the summertime. Oh, my. I, I'm a big fan of eating out. So trying to like hone in on just one place. Really, <laughs> I could give you a list. You can give me a whole list. Um, yeah, most uh, at most any of my go-to restaurants are going to be local. First of all, mm-hmm. um, I, I really enjoy the Vanguard Hospitality Group. We work closely with them. Um, so the Minerva's, Maury's, and Grill Twenty Six Group. Uh, I will always recommend those to people in town. Uh, love the team at JJ's. Work closely with them as well. And then my good friends uh, downtown, you know, we work out of the Carpenter building. Mm -hmm. So uh, Carpenter Bar, Treasury Highball. I told you it was a list. I could probably keep going. (laughs) I'm not stopping you. (laughs) 
Occasionally, I got to cook, right? Yes, once in a while, we have to cook, right. I guess. <laughs> and then, Jody, one more time, just share the address for Sioux Falls Dot Business and then Pigeon 605. Yeah, and the unique thing is, this is not a dot com on Sioux Falls Dot Business. It really just says www.sufalls.business, right out the word business. If you do put in SiouxFallsBusiness.com, it should take you there. But if, and then Pigeon 605. Kitchen like the bird numbers 605.com. All right, awesome. Once again, Jody Schwan, thanks so much for giving us some of your time this morning. For sure, Christine. Thank you. Hi, I'm Trooper Henry with the South Dakota Highway Patrol. I would like to encourage you to make sure you're utilizing a proper following distance. A good distance is about one car length per 10 miles per hour. So at 65 miles per hour, you should have 6.5 car length between your car and the one in front of you. This is a major cause of the crashes in the Sioux Falls area. Please help us combat following too close. Thank you. This message is brought to you by the South Dakota Highway Patrol and Results Town Square Media. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, paralyzed veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank the owner and publisher of Sioux Falls Business, Jody Schwan, for joining the program today. If you have any other questions about the latest Sioux Falls happenings or news going around the town, visit SiouxFalls.Business or Pigeon605.com. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio Town Square Media Sioux Falls.